Hello and welcome. This is Self-Control, How to Build a Better Life, the podcast that will inspire you to take control of your mind and your mindset to go forward and build the life that you want to live, the life that you deserve to live. Today's episode, if you feel guilt about things that have happened in your past, if you feel worry about things that may or may not be happening in the future, if that guilt and that worry is leading to stress, it's leading to anxiety, it's leading to sadness, depression, I want to present to you a concept that I've been working on for myself, a mindset shift that we can all make to begin to live a better life. So if you're looking to live a better life, to enjoy the present moment, and to make peace with things that have happened, and to feel better about things that are coming, let's go. So on a previous episode of this of this show, I discussed the concept of negational and relational thinking. So just as a quick refresher for myself and for you, negational thinking is quite simply seeing ourselves or ourself as what we are not, right? And we do this all the time. Well, I'm not tall. I'm not handsome. I'm not sexually attractive to that person. You know, I'm not rich. I'm not wealthy. I'm not worthy. You know, my life is difficult. My life is not easy. My life has been hard. You know, seeing ourselves as a collection of what we are not really is a, is a sinister thing. And I've done it. I'm, I'm sure you do it too. How can we possibly hope to grow from that perspective? How can we possibly hope to feel grateful from that perspective? How can we ever get to know ourselves if we're constantly focused on that which we are not? I want to expand the definition today of negational thinking to include essentially let's say hypothetical or past situations. It's very easy for us to say that we feel uh, guilty about something that we did or didn't do a year ago, two years ago, when we were a child, perhaps. And it's very easy to make up situations to say, this is coming down the road for me in the future. Or, you know, I'm, I'm apprehensive about what may be coming in the future. But let's be quite honest, those moments in the past and in the future, those are not materially real. Now, of course, things that have happened in the past, their consequences echo forward into the present and the future if we let them. But let's be quite honest. When we focus on things that have happened in the past or things that may be happening in the future, we are focusing on things that are not real. We are negating our current existence by focusing on unrealities, on things that are not materially real. Now, the second half of this concept is relational thinking. And that quite simply is when we see ourselves, when we see the way we think of ourselves in relation to uh, another person or another situation, right? Again, very, very common for us to go, I'm not as wealthy as my friend from high school has become. I'm not as powerful as my boss. I'm not as handsome or attractive or getting as much attention and uh, dates and so on and so forth as my friend over here, right? I don't have what my sister has. I didn't marry the man that my sister did, okay? Again, We do it all the time, but let's ask ourselves, how are we ever going to be grateful for what we do have personally? How are we ever going to grow and build off of what we have personally? And how are we ever going to get to know ourselves when we're seeing ourselves again now as a collection of things that, again, we are not, or we are rating or judging ourselves by the metric of another person, an externality, someone completely outside of us. We're dispossessing ourselves, right? We are taking our own 
self-ownership away from ourselves when we think this way. Another example of relational thinking, very common, this is something I still do, and it's something that I'm really just beginning to sink my teeth into, is this idea of change, this idea of having to become a different person, right? And here in the self-development, personal development space, you see it all the time, right? What is your New Year's resolution, right? What are you going to change about yourself this year? Who are you going to become this year? What's a habit that you're going to drop this year? How are you going to change, 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 change? You know, a friend of mine said this so well to me the other day, and I, I had to put a fire emoji <laughs> below this comment in our chat because he said, obsession with writing a past orientation creates binaries. So let's think about that in terms of relational thinking. You're saying that your present or current or even aspirational state is related to a past state, right? You've now created a binary. I was this, I'm going to be that. So ask yourself now, well, where are you? Now you're in two minds, right? Instead of seeing ourselves as a whole being, we're now in two places, two minds. I don't believe it serves us. It leads to distraction. It leads to emotional upset when we don't get there or when we fall back to old behaviors. And over time, I would say this is not a great way to live. And this is something that I'm just beginning to think about. It's something I still do all the time. And this is not to say that if there are things you do that you realize are destructive, you shouldn't seek to improve the way you live your life and end those behaviors. But this obsession with becoming something different, I think really doesn't serve us. We are the same person through life, period. Our being doesn't change. This is my opinion, let's say. So when we're seeking to change, 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 we're now living life relationally. We're saying, I don't want to be that. I do want to be this. Well, it's like, where are you in the present then? This form of thinking is precisely where those emotional symptoms that we talked about at the top, that's where they come from. If you're bombarding yourself with the notion that you need to be something else to be happy, to be successful, to be you, if you're talking to yourself negatively, negationally, you're creating that guilt, right? That guilt around past actions or inactions or that worry about potential future occurrences that we all have, you're actually doing battle with things that don't exist, right? You've taken yourself out of the present moment and now you're forcing yourself to reconcile with things that are not materially real. You're creating a binary way of thinking, two poles that pull you apart, right? It's like you've willingly strapped your, or unwillingly strapped yourself into one of those medieval torture devices and your head is being pulled one way and your feet are being pulled the other way. Well, what happens in the middle? I think we all know. You know, when we say, I am this, but I want to be that. That happened and now I'm here because of that or that's going to happen, so now I need to do this now. It's like, think about that. Think about that for a moment. How often do we take our present state and weight it against something that has happened or may or may not happen? Or again, how often do we weight our present value against another person's perceived value or things that we are not, right? How often do we are, how often do we willingly reduce ourselves to zero? And so you could see why that sort of thinking would lead to emotional upset. We're doing battle with things that do not exist, but on some, on some level, we have begun to make them real in our thoughts. And I can tell you that now he's going to get to the solution. Finally, <laughs> I can tell you that your nervous system is going to begin to respond to those events as if they were real. Your breathing will become shallow and uncontrolled. Your posture will turn in. You'll begin to clench muscles. You know, for me, a lot of the time I, I find I'm wincing my eyes. I'm clenching the muscles in my face. 
Maybe for you, it's your jaw. I know some people clench their toes and their hands, right? Their toes and their fingers. For me, I often suck in my, my gut and my diaphragm and clench my, my pelvic floor. We begin to live in a state where we are now having a stress response to things that we have chosen to make stressful. Now, again, it's not going to be easy. This is going to be a lifelong process, perhaps, for all of us to begin to stop this way of thinking. But let's be quite clear. We are thinking ourselves into misery when we choose to think negationally and relationally. So I want to give you just a real quick example to try and ground this in, in an understandable, tangible way. Now, let's say a friend has called you up and uh, asked for you to help them move, right? They're moving from one apartment to the next, or they've gotten divorced and they're moving from the really nice house into a dumpy basement suite, whatever the case may be. The day comes to start the move and you call your friend and you bail out and you essentially lie. You don't give a real reason. You say, well, something came up or I got sick. Fair enough. We move, we move on from that. What, what often happens in this situation when we have lied or when we've made a bad decision is that we, we can either choose to what I would call self-flagellate, like literally whip ourselves on the back and say, I'm a bad guy. I'm a bad girl. This is what I always do. I let people down. Right, We talk negatively to ourselves. I'm scum of the earth is a, <laughs> a classic one that some people use. Or we, we can be indifferent, right? We can stew in that angry indifference and simply say, well, I, I don't care. You know, they, I said I would do it, but I'm, I, I'm not going to do it. I don't really care. They have other friends they can call. They, it's not really like they have that much stuff. It'll take them a few hours, blah, blah, blah. We make excuses. Okay, but here now becomes the issue. In the present moment, your present state is now in relation to the past, a decision that you made, or potentially even a hypothetical, right? We, we tend to go, oh, well, they're fine. They don't need my help. It's like, well, maybe they did need your help, right? So you're going to now choose to base your current state on this indifference that you've concocted for yourself. Or by the other token, let's say you're saying, Oh, they really needed my help. I should have gone. I bet you, how are they ever going to get that bed out of the basement without me? Ah, this is a mess. I can't believe I did that. Either way, in both cases, your current emotional upset is a result of your relation to a hypothetical or a past state. In that moment comes the invitation. The invitation to ask yourself, okay, I've made a bad decision. Do I need to let it ruin the rest of my day? Hypothetically, could I not call my friend back and say, hey, I, I'll be there. I can make it. I don't want to let you down. Could we call the friend up later and explain what happened? By the same token, could we address the real reason that we didn't go? Is it because you're lazy? <laughs> then there's a problem with your energy levels, perhaps. Is it because you have a hard time with social contact? You know, there's going to be people there that you don't know. You're going to be forced out of your comfort zone, etc., etc. What this example I hope illustrated was that there is a call there for mindfulness, right? Instead of stewing in your angry indifference, making excuses, or whipping yourself on the back to try and, you know, in some way make it all okay, let's come to the present through breathing. You know, a friend of mine said it so well. She said, when you take control of your breathing, the alarm bells go off. So there's my invitation to you and to myself. I got to remember daily. When you're fixated on things that may or may not have happened, on things that have already happened. You know, you worsen the consequences of that past action when you continue to let it ruin you and stress you out in the future or in, in the present. Take control of your breathing. 
Do a posture check, right? Loosen up, unclench, breathe, relax your neck, relax your shoulders. And then, then come to the present moment. We, we love to distract ourselves from the present with thoughts of what I did before or what I'm going to have to do in the future. And of course, of course, we need to make time to reckon with those other, let's say, realities, those other temporal tenses, right? I would advocate journaling for dealing with your past and writing to deal with your future. But so often in the moment, we think ourselves into misery. We literally induce a stress response with our own thoughts. So there's my call to action for you. If you feel that guilt about the past, you feel that worry about the future, if it's stressing you out, if it's robbing you of the joy of the present moment, come to the present. Engage with the present. Be in the present. Of course, it's hard. We've become, in a sense, addicted to feeling that guilt, right? And rolling over those moments again and again. Worrying about the future, right? Just getting getting that brain worrying at a million miles an hour. This is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. I'm going to fail. It's like, okay, then you fail. But you're failing in the present too, right? You're failing to live. Become aware of your thoughts. Become aware of how you're judging yourself, how you're valuing yourself. Are you doing battle with things that have come and gone or things that haven't come at all and probably won't? Are you seeing yourself as what you're not? Are you seeing yourself in relation to another person or another situation? Here's that awareness call for you, right? I came up with this on my own for myself. I'd like to share it with you. This is a call to awareness. Think about what you're thinking about here. Are you thinking yourself into misery? And if that's the case, come to learn mindfulness and make structured time to deal with those problems. Don't let those problems just run wild throughout your whole day. Say, tonight I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write about that thing that happened in the past. I'm going to find out what it did to me, why it happened. What am I going to do about it going forward? But I'm not going to let it ruin tomorrow. So we'll leave it there for now. Mindfulness and structuring your time to deal with those issues I think will begin to alleviate the stress you feel day to day. You don't have to feel guilty about the past. You don't have to feel worry about the future. That's an invitation to make time to deal with those feelings, but you need to do the hard work, and I'm talking to myself here, of taking control of yourself, right? This is what the show is about. Take control of yourself and say, I don't need to let those moments, those things, those events that are not real in the present ruin the present for me. Take control of yourself. What are you thinking? How are you holding yourself? I think you'll find, as I have found as well, that you can alleviate a lot of stress by simply choosing how to think. But it's not easy, of course. We'll work on it together for a whole lifetime. Maybe, maybe we can come to that better place. I know we can, in fact. So I'll leave it there. I want to thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And I'll remind you, as I always try and remind myself, that a better life is possible.